Welcome to the Hello Audacious podcast, an authentic space where we intimately share, connect, and journey through life together using the beautiful art of storytelling. I am your host, Shaquita Harris, and I am excited for us to audaciously pursue our God-given purposes together. another episode of Hello Audacious. I'm your host Shaquita Harris and I am so excited to share with you a new area of my life that God has allowed me or is allowing me to share with you and I pray that it blesses you. Um, so many of you know that at this point we are expecting, so excited, um, we are expecting our fourth Harris baby. And um, I don't think I've ever shared authentically or just the process of how we've gotten to where we are right now with, you know, preparing to bring in this new life and preparing to get to this place of now being a family of six, which is so crazy to me to even think that we're almost at a family of six. Like, how did we get here? Um, but as I shared on a previous episode that... In February of this year, two things happened this um, in February of this year. First, I left my corporate job um, February 4th, and then later that month, I tragically lost my brother. And I didn't share with a lot of people at that time because there were so many moving parts just for me um, at that time. And it was just very hard for me to process it going from one thing to the next. But dead smack in the middle of me leaving my corporate job and losing my brother, I found out or we found out, Jay and I found out that we were expecting. Um, can I say it was planned? I don't, I don't, I think it, maybe so. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. Um, it was planned, but it was still unexpected. I guess we were, we were, we, we knew we wanted to extend our family because our desire is to have a big family. So we knew we wanted to extend our family, but I think we were not expecting it so quickly at that time. Um, so that it was a very beautiful moment for us to find out that we were expecting. And I can only tell you, just thinking back now, my emotions of that moment. Because as I mentioned, two weeks before this, we found out we were pregnant. I left my job. So God has a huge sense of humor because... For me, as I, as I shared before and I can share it again, my job was a huge place of security for me. It was a huge place of me feeling worthwhile or a lot of my identity was tied to my career and me being able to bring home X amount of money every two weeks. And so to now not have this income or me to not be able to provide this income, just speaking from my perspective, to now being pregnant was like, Okay, Lord, what are we doing? Maybe should I go back to my job? Was the timing back that I really hear from God? This was the perfect time to leave my job. All of these questions start coming into my mind. And I think what's very interesting is that I think a lot of times that's a, a unique part of faith that we should probably spend more discussion or have more discussion on is that I definitely felt at the time of me putting in my resignation letter, me leaving my job, but that's exactly what God wanted me to do. However, when I got that positive pregnancy test, 
I started questioning of like, hold on, was that really God? Or was that just me being excited to not get up the next following Monday morning after my after quitting my job? Like, should I go back? Was this wise? Like, how? You know, so it, it was very interesting. So I think that was a very interesting part. And that's how faith is. Like, I think a lot of times we talk about just the essence of just stepping out on faith, which is beautiful. I think it's, it's what we should do as believers. We can't please God without faith. Um, but a lot of times when that faith gets tested, that's the part that makes you want to sometimes go into this little um, corner and just hide because you're like, wait a minute. Like it hasn't even literally been literally we I left my job February 4th. I found out I was pregnant February 14th, Valentine's Day. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Lord, it's only been 10 days. It has only been 10 days. But I am so thankful that um, it was faith. I still believe it was faith. I still strongly believe it was faith that caused me, that prompted me, that unctioned me to leave my job at that time because that is just how God works. God desires for us to be completely dependent upon him, completely. And I had gotten to a place where my job, like I mentioned, was my security. It was a place that I felt comfortable. It's a place where I felt in control. But that's not how God works. That's not how faith works. Like, that is just not how faith works. And so I now look back, can laugh and just see that is just how God operates, is that you know, you trust me here and it, you feel like, oh, okay, I got this faith thing, you know, it's all going to work out. But now he, this, this new element gets introduced and you're like, wait a minute, so quickly, God, I mean, 10 days, like you not have given me like three months to prepare, you know, but God in all his graciousness, I'm so thankful that I was able to truly kind of like go back in my mind and, and pull up scripture and understand that God desires for us to be fruitful and multiply. And to me, there's a lot of different ways you can look at being fruitful and multiplying. Um, but in essence, I believe that it means to, to replenish the earth. And my responsibility or my calling or my desire as a woman, God has given me is to bring life into this world, is to be a vehicle or a vessel to bring life into this world. My husband provides and he plants the seed, but my body was created to bring life into this world and so I had to trust that if God he knew that this will happen that the timing of this and he ordained it like he was the one to make all of these things connect for me to be able to have a pregnant positive pregnancy test at this time and if he knew that all of this was going to happen at this time that he is going to make a way and provide for what he destined he destined for this and also my husband and i were in covenant we we're married um we have other children and we're smart intelligent individuals you know the lord can use our hands and our feet and our brain and our mouth to be able to go wherever he desires for us to go and to do whatever it is that he desires for us to do so now not only am i walking out on faith i have to trust this is a trust part you know I had to let go and so it was very interesting to feel God like kind of breaking apart or separating those layers of myself that I thought that my faith consisted of this and so it was a very interesting night for me because I was just full of so many different emotions when I got that positive pregnancy test 
Um, but I'm so thankful for my husband. He was over the moon excited about it, um, and which was very beautiful. It was a beautiful sight to me to see my husband so excited to bring in a new life. And it helped me to kind of rest more in Christ, to kind of know that like, Lord, this is what you intended. This is what you planned. This is what you designed for us to do. Um, I know that you're going to give us the means to be able to provide for our family. I know that you're going to give us the whatever it is because you are the source. My job was a resource that you provided, but you are the source to everything that we need, everything that we desire. You are it. And so... Right after we found out that we were pregnant, you know, it was, you know, you have like those few days or weeks where it's just surreal to you and you're just trying to just sit in the moment. Um, like I literally took the pregnancy test that night, got up the next morning, took another one as if the, the results were supposed to change. It did not. Um, <laughs> um, but it was just very surreal to me and just kind of just being in that moment. My husband and I just kind of like just praying, we're just excited just with, within ourselves. We really didn't tell anyone. Um, and then unfortunately, 10 days after finding out that we were pregnant, my brother um, was tragically murdered um, in that way. And so then I just had to kind of shift my emotions from being in this happy place to kind of being in this unsure of how to grieve um, because I have not had a lot of death that have been very close to me or in close proximity to me. A lot of it has been like just older people, family, friends, just different. But I haven't had a lot of death that's very close to me. And so, and just understanding the, the way that my brother died, it was a lot for me to just kind of like mentally process. And so I, at that moment, had to kind of put my emotions aside about being pregnant because um, as I mentioned or as I shared was that I kind of had to be the rock for my family at that time the rock for my mom and my sisters and just kind of work together, just bring our family together to be able to um, make the proper arrangements for my brother. And so I think just with a lot of those emotions and just dealing with a lot that I didn't really share with a lot of people that I actually, um, my brother um, passed away on a Thursday and I threatened a miscarriage the following Monday. It was so terrifying. Um, I know that we hear a lot of stories right now with so many couples and women trying to conceive. And so my heart goes out to them. And I can only, I can literally only imagine um, the struggles that come along with really trying to conceive a child, with really trying to understand why it's not happening when you think it should happen. I can only imagine um, because that is not the story that I have. Um, my story is very different. And so... And with my story being very different, I can't say that I understand, but my heart is in a place of seeking to love and seeking to find ways of embracing women that have a different story than mine when it comes to trying to conceive. Um, but in this moment now where I had to call my husband and was like, babe, I think I'm miscarrying. Um, it was such a um, different moment. <laughs> it was such a different moment for me because it was it was it was such a roller coaster of emotions if that's the best way for me to kind of describe it right now we went from 10 days ago being super excited to shock and trying to process it and being excited to dealing with what's going on with my brother and so many emotions with my family tonight now 
we may be dealing with something our, ourselves. And I remember calling my husband and just hearing like the breakdown in his voice. And what was also so crazy at that moment is that when I felt like or found out that I thought I could be miscarrying, I was leaving my home to go and pick up my mother and sister to go to the funeral home to make arrangements for my brother. So even in this moment that I am feeling like this, I had to kind of like still shift myself away from my own personal things because my family needed me right this moment. And it was not something that I wanted to share with them because it was already so much that they were already enduring and having to endure. So only at that time, my husband and I were still the only ones that knew. Um, and it was just very difficult. It was so hard to kind of like, literally like wipe away your emotions and be present and just be there while, you know, in the back of my mind, while I'm sitting here planning my brother's arrangements, I'm thinking about, oh God, what is going on with me? But also trying to be present with this whole different type of emotion that's present in front of me. And I can literally say that those are moments where I understand scripture when it says that in our weakness, he is strong. Because I cannot really tell you thinking about now all of what I was dealing with on just that particular day with just emotions, like my own emotions, of what I just found out that I may maybe potentially miscarrying and then having that emotion and having to put that emotion aside. So dealing with the emotion of potentially miscarrying, thinking now I have to put this emotion aside and then now being present here for my family and people here are grieving. <laughs> me, myself as well. So it was like a double grief for me at this moment, but I can only focus on one grief now that was not not saying it wasn't my own because I was grieving too, but I had to be mindful of someone else at this moment and not put my stuff aside. That was it was so much. And like I said, looking back now, I can only say that it was God that literally you know, like when you're going through a lot of things and you're in this daze and you're like, I have no idea how I got to this place. Um, that's how I can look back now and say, I have no idea how I actually dealt with that like it's like a blur <laughs> it was like I was like an outside of my body experience um and I feel like in those things I don't really give way to nothing else but God's strength and his power in those moments of being able to carry me when I don't even know how I got to one place from the next the only thing I can say that the Lord carried me <laughs> and so um, later that night after we got everything together with my family, we actually told my aunt what was going on because uh, we were living with her at the time. And so we needed someone to keep the kids. Um, and just due to COVID, I, I kind of went to the hospital first by myself and my husband, once he got the kids squared away, he came to the hospital later that night. And I just remember just us not even speaking to each other because we were just in our emotion, just kind of like praying, not knowing what to ask, what to say, what was gonna, you know, what, what we were gonna hear, what we were gonna hear back. Um, and it was just like, we were just, I would just remember us just like kind of leaning on each other in the emergency room that night, because I think that was all that we had. That was all that we had right now is just our physicalness of just being there with each other because emotionally, mentally, um, we just did not have it. We just did not, we were just not at a place to be able to, 
for me to encourage him or him to encourage me. We were just the, the best we could be at that moment was just physically together. Um, and I remember, you know, going back and them getting ready to do like the ultrasound and just like praying. I, and, and, and I'm going to just be honest with you. I literally in my mind, because of what I was experiencing was like the baby's gone. I, I, I was literally kind of preparing my, my mind for that, for, for someone to come back and say, we're sorry. We're sorry, Mr. And Mrs. Harris. This is unfortunately, and this is what you can expect. Like I was preparing because part of me, and this is just being honest and open, part of me was like, who am I not? Who am I not to experience this? There's so many other women that are experiencing this. And this is just my turn. It's just my turn to experience. It's just my turn to go through this. And I think the best I can do right now is just learn how to just navigate through just this moment because I've never miscarried. I've never gone through anything traumatic with having a baby at the initial stages. Um, I mean, I've had something very similar with my first child, but to me, it was not to this extent. And... I just prepared myself for the worst because, and that's something that I think that I'm still working on as well, is that I have these different type of defense mechanisms where I kind of prepare myself for the worst, or I feel that, well, you know, my life has been such a way that why not? You know, this, you know, I have, I may not have experienced what everyone else has experienced, but I'm at this point now where I'm like, maybe this is something that I I have to go through because I haven't gone through so many other things. And so I was very numb. I was very numb. And when I tell you that when we were in the back and I was just waiting on the ultrasound tech to just say, I'm sorry or whatever, I was just prepared. I was just prepared for like, this is new for me. And so I may have to go through this procedure. I may have to expect this, you know, maybe we shouldn't try again. Or, you know, how do I tell people that? Do I tell people? There's all these different things that I'm now preparing in my mind. Um, But through God's grace, through his mercy, I remember the ultrasound tech telling me, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you still have your little bean. Your little bean is still there moving around heartbeat and everything and i was like what <laughs> but it can't be like from what i saw from what i was told from what i googled this is what are you talking about um but i i remember her saying that and i remember just god's grace um just feeling it just literally being in a place of feeling his grace, of literally being in a place of um, feeling his love and his compassion just for me in another instance. Because like I know, like I said, so many people do not get this. Um, but God loves me in such a way that I have been blessed and I am fortunate to still have our little one. And I remember going out and telling my husband that and just having a sigh of relief or seeing him have a sigh of relief. Um, but it was ultimately the physician that had to come and tell us. And when the physician came and told us, you know, blase, blase, and just, just that, you know, <laughs> and even though, you know, it turned out to be, to have a good result, it still was a process of 
you know, like when you have these emotions and like, say for instance, you're scared, like something scares you, you don't like automatically become okay. You know, like, like if someone, like if you're walking somewhere and someone jumps out and scares you, you like shake for a few moments, even if they're like, oh, you scared me, you know, you shake for a few moments. So even after hearing the good news, it was still like trying to find a way to kind of like accept the reality of like, oh, so we still have a baby, you know? Is that true? You know, what if we lose it? How do we get here? Why why are we seeing these signs and symptoms? Um, so it was still unreal to us. And like I say, like I just just thinking about the crazy roller coaster of emotions that we are still going through. Because like I said, we're still dead smack in the middle of me planning my brother's arrangements. And I remember continuing to like go through this this process, continue to pray continuing to just thank and praise God for just what he was doing in our lives and for this miracle angel baby this <laughs> warrior um that God is um developing um within us it was such a huge blessing and so my husband and I are just so thankful to be at this place of life and it and it helps us again to like understand the importance of not taking life for granted, no matter what stage of life, whether it's infancy, in utero, fetus, embryo, um, old age, middle age, toddlers, adolescents, teenagers, adults, middle, whatever. Like life is so precious. Life is so, so, so precious. And we should think god for every piece of life for every inch moment of life that we get to experience with one another and so um i feel so blessed i feel so blessed to be at this place of um not only being a vessel of being able to share this testimony with you all but being able to be a vessel like i said of bringing life in and this is another area where i was able to understand like the beauty of life um, and how God is life and, you know, and how he uses our stories to encourage others and how he uses our, our, the things that he desires for us to, to pour out into others or the, the things that he desires for us to share into others normally starts with us. So for me to be able to encourage another woman through whatever process, like I said, our, our results were very different than what I hear a lot of women have. But there are some women that that experience or have experienced to my magnitude of what I've been able to experience. And I'm able to encourage them that God is still good, that God is still faithful. And so I'm thankful that God was able to use that experience in my life to grow me stronger and deeper in him. And to be able to understand how beautiful life is, to be able to understand and feel God's grace, to feel his mercy, to feel his favor, to feel his love, you know, to be able to feel it. We talk about it so much. We talk about God's love. We talk about his favor. We talk about all these different elements and characteristics and components of Christ. But I can honestly tell you that there is such a huge difference in talking about who God is and feeling who God is. And in that moment, like I told you, God carried us. He carried me. In that moment, I felt God's presence. In that moment, I felt his love. In that moment, I felt his, I felt 
tangibly his embrace. And I'm just thankful for just those moments of being able to truly experience Christ, to truly experience who he is. And so I'm so thankful for that. And so I pray that um, my experience um, with our fourth baby um, encouraged someone. Our experience with my experience with knowing God deeper, um, pulling back the layers of my faith, learning, learning to trust God, learning to show up and not even know how I'm here, but trusting God to, to carry me in places where I'm like, I don't even know how I arrived. <laughs> I don't even know how I arrived. I don't know how I stayed. I don't even know how I act, but I, I, I can look back and say that was God's all God's hand all over that. And so I pray as always that each and every one of these episodes um, reaches the one to whom it was intended. And as always, I thank you so much for allowing me to be able to come into your day and to share a vulnerable part of my life, a vulnerable part of God's story for my life, of how he's writing it, of how he's, uh, you know, rewriting or or how he's redirecting me or how he's just doing a lot of things when I veer off into my own way and how he's turning things around for me. And so um, if this episode resonated with you, please be sure to like, I want to hear from you, um, whether it be via email, whether it be in the comments below. I I want to build a community with you. I desire to for us to be able to, like my husband and I, when we didn't have the words, we were still able to physically lean on one another. I want us to be able to lean on one another. And so again, I thank you. I love you um, as always for your support, for your love, your encouragement, your thoughts, your prayers, um, your likes, your comments, um, whatever it may be. I thank you so much for that. And so um, feel free to look at the show notes um, at the bottom. Like I said, subscribe to the newsletters for more episodes and just thoughts and prayers and whatever it is that God lives on my heart. And so until next time, I love you. Talk to you later. Well, that is a wrap and we'll conclude today's episode of Hello Audacious. As always, I am so thankful for you tuning in and I pray that this episode reaches the one to whom it was intended. And until next time, please be sure to leave a review for this week's episode to continue to subscribe and share with others. And most importantly, be sure to tune in to the next episode of Hello Audacious as we continue to audaciously pursue after Christ.